You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit Acast.com to find out more. Acast. For the stories. Hey, y'all. Hey. Drew's also here. Yeah, we we are joined by our third cast member (laughs) who refuses to be silenced. That's right. No justice. No peace. She is rejecting this pacifier. She will not be silenced. There we go. Maggie Simpson. All right. All right. You ready? Okay. All right. This is episode 42. <laughs> Changes. Yes. Um, I'm Mikey. <laughs> and I'm Randy. As y'all know. <laughs> Babe. Well, before we get into it, we're going to uh, share some listener feedback. Yeah. Um, We have a lot of positive messages that we've been receiving. We do. Thank which you. makes me think that like, maybe it's not robots that are leaving these comments and it might actually be people. You're... Now you think this? Now, yeah. We have an email and a voicemail. Yes. Yes. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I love you. We do. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it, y'all. This is this is great feedback and funny feedback. This voicemail that we're going to play is, is hilarious and it's hilarious. It is. <laughs> All right. But first, we do have an email and the email. Um, oh, yeah. Read that off to us. So this person did not give me permission to say her name. So I won't, um, but we did get it through our contact form on our website. Mm-hmm. And so it says, okay, so I cheated. I found your podcast about a month ago, looking for a good marriage podcast. I started listening and I am hooked. I am on episode 14 now, but I must admit I cheated. After listening to the Mother's Day episode, my heart hurt for you guys. My husband and I lost our first child. So your story definitely moved me. Thank you for sharing. It is definitely a rough road. The reason I say I cheated, I skipped ahead to read the episode titles and I was saying to myself, I know they are going to keep trying. Let me tell you, I was so excited to find out y'all just had a little girl. I swear I was happy like I know y'all. I was like, yes, God is so awesome. Many blessings to you and your beautiful family. Thanks for sharing your life. I relate in regards to my own marriage in so many ways. Thank you for challenging couples to continue to work to be great. Looking forward to being a part of the rest of your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amanda. That was so, so, what'd you say? I was about to say Amanda. Amanda you anemone. sound like Nemo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much. That anemone. was really sweet. Um, 
It was a really sweet message. It was. And we appreciate it. And, you know, I, I, I feel for you with the cheating thing. Because <laughs> I've been married to Randy so long and she is the same way. I'm not. Yes, it is. Randy will open a new book and read the last page and then go back and start the book. I don't do that anymore. But you used but to. But I used to. We'd be in the middle of watching a movie. It's really intense. Randy will stop the movie and look at the timestamp. <laughs> be like, God. how much time left? So that she can know how I'm this story good. about I'm to not, break down. I'm not good with I used that. to hate that shit. Now I do it. Yes, he does do it. I'd be like, how much time? Because questions need answers. It helps you through like Game of Thrones episodes. And anxiety. Like you need right. to know. Just just let me know. But now with these two hour episodes they're coming out with, I don't know. Oh yeah. I'm that's excited. gonna actually help us. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah. Well, today is the day. Or if you're hearing this yesterday was the day. Well, and it was great. I, okay. Like if they're hearing this on Monday. Yeah. Then like then it played Sunday's yesterday, episode. which is what yeah. do y'all think about watching Game of Thrones with us live? Like, what if oh, we that like, tweeted or on Instagram the whole time? We need real fans, though. Yeah, that's gonna join in our foolishness. Could be fun. All right, I like that one. And we have voicemail. Yeah, we do. All right, so we're gonna play that, and then we're gonna get into this episode. All right, we hope you enjoy. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Randy. My name is Jewel. I am calling from Nashville, Tennessee, and I am a couple of episodes behind, but. I am responding to your um, engagement piece on wedding or day before the wedding story. My story is not as crazy, <laughs> but that same thing happened to me with the nail salon. I don't know what it was, and I'm not sure why, but everybody was booked. And mine was actually the day of the wedding. So we go to one um, nail salon. They can't see us. It's three of us, me, my matrons of honor, me and both my matrons of honor. Three of us that can't see us, we go to another um, nail salon. They can't see us because they're booked. It'll be like 30 minutes. And I'm like, no, we can't wait that long. So my sister actually ends up going to um, a store because she's looking for a cover-up for her dress because it's cold outside. We just got married in January. And my other matron of honor and I start walking. We walk like a block to another nail salon just to find out they were closed. So then we're outside walking to the store, waiting on my sister to come back and pick us up. And all of a sudden, um, we have to go to yet another place to try to get our nails done. Eventually, we got our nails done. My nails were nice, rose gold. That was one of my wedding colors. Um, But it was just crazy. And then when my father picked me up for the wedding, I get in the car, and the first thing he says to me is, why are you late? Don't you know you have a wedding to go to? And I'm looking at him like, what in the world? Like, what about how pretty I look? Anything other than being mad at me and yelling at me. So I immediately start crying. Makeup is running, all of that good stuff. Anyway, we get to the wedding, and I finally see the love of my life. I walked down the aisle, and it was perfect, everything that I wanted it to be. But some crazy stuff did happen, and yeah, that's my wedding story. Thank you guys so much for your podcast. I love it. Bye. Oh, you can play this. I don't care. Um, bye. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Girl, <laughs> let me tell you what you did wrong in that whole situation. Mikey, stop. Nah, because I was like, mm. I was like, somebody better. T- <laughs> what? 
Somebody need to tell her so many things. Tell First of what? all, I'm fucking with you. I get it. Sometimes, all, look, scheduling is scheduling. However, but the day we ain't do wedding? shit the day of the wedding. We couldn't. I had nothing planned. We couldn't. As a matter of fact, I technically abandoned Randy's dad the day of the wedding. How did you technically abandon him? Because he was, we were supposed to give him a ride. I just forgot were about it. Were you supposed to give him I a think ride so. for real? Yeah. My. I think I agreed to it, but I was so tired and Mike. I was so focused. Because when he they was pulled on up, the way. they looked. Right. It was on the way. This is what you said. I had to drive from East Atlanta through West Atlanta. I didn't know that you were supposed... I didn't know that you had told him this. Apparently, it was a part of the plan. he wasn't in any of the pictures until after the wedding, right? He got there, and that's all that matters. Mikey. Mikey. Now the truth comes out three years later. I I never knew that. I forgot. Look, Jules getting you in trouble. Anyway, Jules. (laughs) First of all, it's nails. Me and Randy talked about this for about five minutes after we listened. And no. It's just nails. No, no, it's not just it nails. Is. You can't be on your wedding day or any major event with cracked looking crazy nails. I was nails. talking about how that's only really important at the proposal because no. then it's a whole bunch of like finger shots and like, whatever. You have a whole, you have holding the bouquet shots. You have holding hand shots. You can't have crusty nails Again, on your I wedding say day. Gloves. Mikey. It's classy. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Just walk out there with some Michael Jackson gloves. Mikey. She would have been gangster. No, that's Mikey. not, that's not gangster. <laughs> This is episode 42 of the Black Millennium America Thank podcast. you for telling us this story. We <laughs> really you. appreciate it. We are not walking out here with crusty fingers, and I get it. All right. Yeah, no, my, my nails were clean the day of my wedding. It's fine. Were they? I they don't were. remember. Oh, yeah. You don't remember my fingers doing stuff? Mikey. Huh? Okay. Yes. This is episode 42 of the Black Millennium Marriage podcast. <laughs> Changes. Sponsored by the good folks at Patreon. Yes. Wait. Keep going because I closed out the show notes on <laughs> The Black Millennial Marriage Patreon features additional content like Randy's blog post about being a wife, mom, woman, and writer. Yeah. Mikey's daddy journals. What else? Additional mini and bonus episodes. Yeah, we do have bonus episodes. Unedited Early access. episodes. There you go. Unedited episodes. Early access to what's going on with our family. Pictures of Drew that no one else sees. <laughs> or just in general. We got pictures of the bad cave up. Other little things we doing. Just stuff. And I know we're always talking about how we don't have sponsors, but Patreon really is supporting us. Which is why we are shouting them out right yeah. now. Yeah. We really appreciate y'all because y'all are the reason why Mikey's not out driving right now. Yeah. So, so they, they get all of that and more. Thank y'all so much. And uh, if it sounds like something that you might be into, uh, you can join for as little as $3 a month. Yes. And we actually up, we're actually updating our tiers because... Yeah. Yes, Drew. Yes, Drew's excited. We're actually updating our tiers because of the survey that y'all all filled out or that people filled out. Woo! And, um, yeah, we actually want to give y'all stuff that y'all want. So, go take a look at patreon.com slash Mary. Or go to www.patreon.com and Mikey. search Black Millennium Mary, just in case you're one of those people. Like, we all know that the Google search bar is Google, but I still type in google.com in the search bar because... so it can take me to Google mm-hmm. so I can search. Don't judge. I'm, uh, okay. No judgment here. <laughs> I'm judging. Okay. All right, baby. In this episode, we're going to talk about a few changes that we decided to make so that we are living our best lives and being the best versions of ourselves that we can be because, you know, we have things to do. Right. So this came up. Well, we'll get into the backstory. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up with a fight or flight. We have something special today. So we please do. stay tuned for that one. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. And we're going to end it off, as always, with some PDA. Before we get into it, we the missus story. has a love story. Yes, I do. <laughs> what do you have for us this week? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my love story. Oh, God. Shut up, Mikey. What? I love you. <sighs> Share. My love story I found on 
Post Falls Press. Have you heard of this this article place? Is it? No. Okay. Shut up. He was in New York. Okay. Gotcha. Um, (laughs) It came out March 30th, 2019. And it is, it is about Glenn Hescock. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Who is 83 and Doris Trussell, who is 93. Okay. So the story begins when Doris placed an ad in the rural light from her Troy, Montana home saying she was lonely and wanted an 80 ish year old companion to travel and spend time with. Is this like a magazine newspaper? Yeah. They published an article in a newspaper. She published an ad. An ad. In a magazine. In a magazine mm-hmm, in 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. How old is this person? She is 93. <laughs> That's some real shit. All yeah. Right, go ahead. So a few states away in Oregon, the ad caught Glenn Hescock's eye. He put the magazine away, though, so he could read it when he had the time, and it ended up sitting on the edge of his counter for one month until he got the new edition in the mail. So when he got the new edition, he actually read the old edition and figured that it was too late to answer the ad, and so he was going to throw it away. But as he was walking the trash to the garbage, he realized the magazine was still in his hand, and the garbage was like in the garbage. Ah. And so he says the reason he couldn't put the magazine down was God. He says that God was telling him, this is what you have been looking for. So every time he tried to put it down, God was like, no, don't put it down. So Doris says that loneliness is what caused her to place the ad. And the response was tremendous. She actually got a lot of people writing back to her. And she said she answered each of them. But she knew that Glenn was special because he was the only one that said he loved the Lord. Plus, she never had a man wait on her or help her in the way that he has. And he's very kind and he loves kids. And she says that kids are like attracted to him when they go to church and things. Kids approach him and like want to talk to him and talk to them and they smile at him. Okay. And so um, Glenn says that everything just seemed to click. Doris had lost four husbands and he was divorced four times. And so everything fell together. Glenn also told her, told her right away that he wanted to get married. He said, there's something different about you. And she said, this part had been cracking up. That's why I wrote it down so I could make sure I read it right. She mm-hmm. said, there's nothing about me at all. If you see anything in me, it's Jesus. <laughs> and Glenn said that he had had enough of painted women. And she was like, you want to marry me, this ugly old thing? And he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at looks. I see what's inside. I there see your you kindness. Line. No woman has ever treated me like you do. First line. of all, you better tell me I'm pretty if I'm ugly as shit. <laughs> all like of those are he, She said, you want to marry this ugly old thing? She, he said, yeah. yes. You got to be honest. You do? I guess when you hit 83, what's the point of line? There's no point in line. So the couple ended up actually getting married at the Sandpoint Furniture Store. At the what? Were- <laughs> I'm sorry. I had just took a sip of some water. And so I don't know if I got that right. Sandpoint Furniture Store. They were going to look for a mattress. Uh-huh. They realized the mattress they had was old. And so they had a whole ceremony in the mattress store. So Doris was like, she had mentioned to the sales manager, she had mentioned to the sales manager, Jody Shapiro, that she was an ordained minister and was just going to marry the couple herself, but she needed someone to stand in for them. Mm-hmm. And so the sales manager and the sales <laughs> associate, Nicole Marcotte, I think that's how you say it, agreed and the two were married. And the furniture so, store. They went to mattress firm and they jumped on some mattresses. They were like, yeah, this is the one. And then they did a ceremony and got married by the mattresses. They also bought them a cake. Oh, and they bought they the mattress. Got okay. It was sweet. No? Hey, look, to each his own. That's my love story. You going to remarry somebody when we age? After I'm dead? She said that's her 80? fourth husband. Oh, you so she's just killing him. My- just running through him. <laughs> Stop. Out here in these streets. What was her name? Doris? Mm-hmm. 
Dory sound like somebody that was a little. Like, I'm just saying. She said she wanted an 80 or something person in this ad. And so, um, and she got him. She said she's a cougar. This is a See, quote. Never too late. Never I too late to find it's love. It's never too late. So I chose a love story once. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Especially that dialogue about being ugly. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. But I also think it fits our theme of just, you know, adapting and Doris was lonely, and instead of sitting there being lonely, continuing to be lonely, she put an ad in the paper. She did something different, you know? And she knew her audience because, <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple ways that, I guess, a millennial or somebody younger would have went about, you know, trying. There's apps for that. Yes. But the apps don't work. Maybe y'all need to be putting stuff in ads, singles. You should singles. put some ads in a newspaper. I'm serious. They still make news? Is AJC still a thing? Yes, babe. Yes. 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 If I put an ad in a newspaper, would you see it? Yeah, I mean, if I went to go, if I read news, like if we collected them, Yo. like we probably. Hey, y'all should. remember this episode? Because I'm definitely gonna be. I'm gonna put an ad in the newspaper. Let's try some shit. Lord, thank you, babe. I like that story. It was good. You think so? Uh, except for the part where they got married at Mattress Firm, Mikey. It was not Mattress Firm. It was well, yeah. Sandpoint Furniture. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Mattress Firm. <sighs> That's. Have we talked about how Mattress Firm is a front? <laughs> Everybody knows that every mattress store is a front for drug activity. So is this story that they got. Mikey. Married in. Okay, Please. so that's why the manager was just open. Like, yeah, let's have a ceremony. <laughs> the cops are watching. <laughs> Stop! It was a really sweet story. It was. You're it was ruining beautiful. it with your I'm skepticism. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. All right. I should not be skeptic about the couple who found each other in a newspaper yes. and then got married in a mattress firm. Mikey, it's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's episode. get into our main topic. Yeah. Help me real quick. Okay, so. This ep- Mikey, Mikey, why are you still laughing? Are you sorry? It's are you? Now I can't get mattress firm. <laughs> but it's not mattress okay, firm. All right, okay. all right. Main topic. Yes. Today we're going to talk about some changes that we plan to make given some of the lessons that we've been learning, learning, um, yes. or that are being forced upon us because life. Right. Um, as some may not, may or may not know, Randy and I just spent the week apart. Apart. And it's had some adverse effects. Um, not adverse. It's had some... Good effects? Yeah. Adverse is not good. Adverse means some unexpected. Does it? Yes. We Let's can, Google it. Google it. We can look it up. <laughs> oh, it might be wrong. I don't know. Are you still recording? <laughs> I'm still recording. Adverse, so, adverse... Babe, so, question. As a, as a person, when you hear the word adverse, do you, do you hear anything that's negative in it? Like, doesn't it sound like it's a negative word? I've only ever used it in the context in which I first heard it and read it. Which was? Um, it was talking about like a medication. Like, this has adverse effects. Like, like bad effects. Or not intended. <laughs> like, it'd be like, you know, like if you were taking like a hair thing, yeah, you know, you'll grow hair. But like, also, you know, your pubes will be red or something. Like, it's adverse. Like, unless, you know, unless you might want that. So the definition is. Adverse is an adjective, mm-hmm. and it means preventing success or development. Harmful, unfavorable. Oh, unfavorable. That was not the week that we had. Got you. That is not the week that Maybe we that had. Maybe that was a Freudian slip on your part? No, it was not a Freudian slip. I just used it in the wrong context. Okay, so this <laughs> week we spent the week apart, and that may be a mini episode, actually. Yes, uh-huh. and um, basically the reason why was because work, school, Randy needed help. And Mikey had to pick back up driving Lyft. Um, we yes. actually went a nice little time without <laughs> having to drive Lyft, but there was 
a promise that was not kept. And so essentially, we needed some money. <laughs> and so we had to, um, so Mikey had to get out there and make some in the midst of school and stuff. Yeah. And I knew that I needed the help. And that's going to be another episode. And so I went up to my mom's for the week because he had to drive. Yeah. But um, during that time, we each had some epiphanies. Right. <laughs> so we had, um, we just had a couple of things happen. And we'll, we'll talk about your situation first. So what happened? Okay, so first, um, because I had the week away and, you know, it's just me and Drew during the day before my mom got home, I was keeping her entertained and I also decided I was going to do some stuff for me outside of the podcast. And that meant listening to outside of our podcast and that meant listening to other podcasts that I actually wanted to listen to, uh-huh. you know, that has nothing to do with me doing my podcast. Anyway, um, I, I was listening to Therapy for Black Girls, which I love, um, and the episode that I listened to was called Showing Up When You Want to Lay Down. And um, Dr. Joy had an interview with another woman come on and basically just talked about how you can keep pushing through when life just want, when you just really want to crawl under a table mm-hmm. and die. Um, and she had like an acronym. And it really just got me thinking about my uh, tendencies as a person when life hits and she talked about, you know, being prepared for things and are you reacting the same way each time something happens in life? And is there a lesson in that? And, you know, taking time out to reflect and adapt and hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And then I also listened to an episode from the Love Hour podcast and shout out to Mrs. Melanin um, because she messaged me um, just checking in about me about just like how i was doing as a new mom and she suggested that i listen to the love hour because apparently they had like this campaign about sex Mm -hmm. um like back in february i believe because my six weeks is coming up and i'm about to get cleared prayerfully and i'm really excited but also really nervous and while i know a lot about sex you know it was just i was like let me go see what they was you know a lot i don't know nothing no more Shut the fuck up. Anyway, I need to, y'all. Stop cussing in front of my child. Shut up. <laughs> she cussed me out every day. And you don't say shit. But speaking do. of cursing. Speaking of cursing. What's up? What happened? Really quickly. Mama wanted to listen to the bonus, the snippet at the end of the last episode. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's listen to it. You know, let's see what, you know, you put it at the end of it. Let's hear it. I was cringing the whole time. What you mean? The whole time we was listening to the snippet at the end of the last episode. I don't remember what it was. I was cursing so much. We were both worried, but I really was. She's like, Randy, you were really in your feelings. It was about Beyonce and Amari Hardry. Oh. I was like, see, this is why you can't do stuff with your mama. <laughs> I was like, this is too much. This is too much. And she's just like, oh, I like it. No, you didn't. She wanted to pop me in my throat. But Good. Anyway. Stop cussing in front of my child. Mikey, All right, so you said that to me were... one more time. I'm going to fly across this table. I'm going to fly across this table. Why are you threatening me with violence? Catch me on this time lapse that you. Mike. It was just a question. Mikey. Huh? Mikey. So while that was going on, Mikey. What inspired me to. Anyway, <laughs> the episode was called uh-huh. For Women Only. And okay. I really liked it because the wife of this podcast, um, Mrs. Kev on stage, they're funny. But um, she was basically saying how she r- was going on His a wife? Date. Yeah. Kev on stage wife? Yes. Has a podcast? They both have one together. Oh, really? Do you know this person? Who I, I do know, of? yeah. Of course. Everybody knows Kev. Do they? You should. Oh, I do now. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I've, the name sounds really familiar, but this is my first, like, interaction with, with him. Got you. And his wife. Okay. Why are you judging me? No, I'm not judging you. I'm letting like, you get I your feel like out. there's some hostility in this episode, and I gave you some really great head, and what I feel like I- you should be nicer <laughs> to me. 
I, I just I, I just gave you some hair before this episode, and I feel like you should be way nicer to me than you acting. I am nice to you. I haven't done anything to you except said, don't cuss in front of my baby, and you started cussing Mikey. again. <laughs> what? Yeah, anyway, I didn't know that they had a podcast. Yes, and it's a good podcast. I, I listened to only one episode, but I liked it. I subscribed okay. after that one. But basically, she was saying how they were going on a date, and she realized she only had church clothes. And she was like, what in the world? I need, like, date clothes. And um, she created these campaigns for herself. She created, like, the Get Sexy campaign, which is when she changed her whole wardrobe. And she mm-hmm. created the Sex Me Over campaign. And they're much more conservative than we are. When it comes to how we talk about sex, so I we're can't tell you much about. I mean, we're not conservative. They're okay. much more conservative. They're, we're They're just, not, just right. Okay, gotcha. She, okay. she just didn't go into detail. Got it. But if I ever was to do a campaign like that, y'all know I got tea. But anyway, <laughs> she did these campaigns for herself, and I really thought it was a really great idea to do something mm-hmm. for herself because you know to prioritize herself as a woman, but also to like benefit her family and her husband. Okay. So those things got me thinking, and that's my version like that that's my perspective about what this episode is about so how about you well again the time away while it was beneficial from the perspective like it allowed me to like do some work yes um it was extremely lonely and i was very sad were you very I'm sorry. i missed y'all a lot um Groot didn't eat he was on a hunger yeah Groot went, he on, went a on a hunger strike, strike. but whatever i'll talk about that later. <laughs> um but you know absence makes the mind wander, or whatever the quote is. Is that really what she was going to say? Uh-huh. And so my <laughs> mind did wander and think about a lot of stuff. I actually had a co-worker who is a good friend of mine. Um, he came by. Former co-worker. Yeah. yeah um, he came by and we had like lunch together. I had fries, but he had lunch. <laughs> um, and we, uh, we ate and we were just talking about like what's going on at the former company I used to work at, which it will probably fold in the next three years. Um, oh, no. Oh no! They're it trying to fix redacted. Some stuff. Um. <laughs> yeah, so redacted. redacted out here fucking up, and I'm sorry for cussing in front of you, baby. Mikey. Basically, it just started making me think about how, like the 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 trajectory uh-huh. of my career and the work that I've done on up until this point. I have worked hard for every single person I have ever worked for. Yes, I have given everything that ha- I that was in me. To every job that I've ever had. Because that's my work ethic. That's yes. just who I am. And because of that, I'm burnt out. Mm-hmm. Very often. Yes. Um, But I don't want to be. There are so many things that I love to do, like this podcast, like be a parent, like be a husband. And I need energy for those things. Yes. Um, And I just started thinking, like, what can I do to, like, really change my way of thinking? Like, like what can I put into action? Because... I've been taking leaps of faith all over the place. Um, me leaving my, the, the security of my last job to try this program was a leap of faith. Everything that I've been doing, I'm just trying to like try something different to give us a chance. Um, Nipsey's death was another one of those things. It's just a catalyst for something else. Um, I also lost a very close cousin. Right. A few days ago, which I still have not completely processed. No, you haven't, but I'm working on it. Um, gotta go up to New York for his funeral soon. But, and that's just another thing that I'm like trying to figure out. Like, when I am gone, I would like for there to be more that I left behind than, you know, oh, he drove Lyft for us and we got bills paid. Right. During that time. Um, and so what am I actively doing to like get to that point? Am I happy with my life? Right. Will I be when I am done? Um, 
And while the answer to that was yes, it's also like, no, <laughs> like I got stuff that I want to do. So I just tried to figure out what I can do to do that. It was kind of like having New Year's resolutions hit you in the middle of the year. Right. I get and so it. I was thinking of like, what could I do? Okay. And that's what I came up with. So, so yeah, we have three changes that we want to make, both of us. Yes. And actively implement throughout the year and incorporate within our lives so that this is actually more a way of living than just a quick like challenge right um or like a 30-day trial because i like to handle life better especially with drew now here yeah it she's just been makes really inspiring it makes things a lot different yeah it does because she deserves whole ass parent she does she does she did not ask to be here she did not so, so yeah. randy yeah well so we each did three things yeah we did Randy's going to go first. What is the first thing you got? Um, So one, I'm going to change my word of the year. So last year, if y'all listen to the podcast, you know that my word was brave. Mm-hmm. And carrying Drew, trying again for the pregnancy, um, focusing solely on writing was the bravest thing I did. Drew was the bravest thing I did last year. And that took a lot. And so this year, my word was writer. Um from episode 32 i think that's what i said right uh-huh. and mike was like you sure because that's what you are and it seems like you know you know and looking back now after having the week that we had and actually getting some rest and some help um and just having some time apart and being able to think and then coming back together i realized that perhaps that word was a cop-out because that is what i am slash what i do um and i need and the reason i started doing words of the year was to be challenged Mm-hmm. And being brave last year was hard as hell. Um, so I realized that was a cop out. And so I'm going to change my word this year to confident. Okay. Because I am not. And I need to work on that. Yeah. And being a mom has forced me to be confident these past six weeks. And on top of that, I just need to just, I just need to be confident. I just, I would like to be a more confident woman so I can be a confident wife. Um, and also people really told us they want us to do more video stuff and more, just they just want to see us, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be seen. That's why I want wrong to with all of y'all. But whatever, we'll do it <laughs> right. eventually. But I was like, I need to be my video confidence. I need to be like, I want to be better, just for myself, you know. And so yeah. my, I'm gonna change my words to confident because it's gonna force me to do that and not cop out. And in the process of being confident, I will write, you know, um, and do what I said I was gonna do. I like that. Do you? Yeah. I have more, but, you know, I'd probably be a blog post on Patreon as I get my thoughts. You should write it out. Yeah. I don't know which one of my mentors it was in middle school. I think it was like Mr. Duncan or something. And they were talking about how, like, comfort doesn't create change. Right. Like, you're comfortable. You're not going to do anything to switch it up. Because why? Right. Everything is how you need it to be. But everything is not how we need it to be. And you have to put yourself in a space of discomfort in order to, like, constantly grow. Right. Which sucks because who wants to keep growing? Nobody. But we have no choice. We don't. Because well, we she won't stop, allow us to. We could We could be stagnant. We see what happens this. when that happens. Right. That's not my narrative. Yes. Nor is that my goal in life. But for someone with a lack of confidence, which is unfounded, by the way, because my wife has every reason to be confident. I like that you are taking that on um, to try to push yourself to do something new because you constantly having that reminder in the back of your head, like, I should be more confident or I got to figure out a way to be more confident about this thing is going to be difficult for you. Yeah. I mean, I guess I did kind of already talk about it a little on Patreon. I recently wrote this post basically about I was affirming Drew, just Mm -hmm. telling her nice things. And, and, um, she seemed to react to that. 
And then I thought like, oh my God. She is her father's daughter. What if I affirmed myself and I end up making like a list of 10 things I love about mm-hmm. myself and it was, and I felt better. It was beautiful. And I too. did it again today. That's what's And not- I feel great. And I, I think I'm really going to do this for the rest of the year. You should. So like that'll be my own personal devotionals to myself because I don't, I just don't do it often at all. Yeah, I think you asked me a few episodes ago, like what, what am I proud of? Outside mm-hmm. of Drew, and I couldn't tell you shit. I think I told you the podcast. You, and... Yeah, you you just you found some way to kind of skirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I would like to. I really, I think I'm ready to take the leap and be vulnerable. Be the type of vulnerable it requires. That's required of me to be confident, because confidence takes some vulnerability. I believe, mm-hmm. at least for me. Is that? Do you agree? I do. So that was your number one. Yes. All right. It's my number one. I'm changing my word. Yes. I am going to try to dream again. Oh, okay. We've had this conversation uh, a while ago. Uh-huh. Um, the thing about growing up is reality hates you. <laughs> <laughs> While you may envision something, you may have dreams about some things. That's not the way it actually works. Right? Okay. Um, in a perfect world, if you put work into something and it should have this particular outcome in your mind, then it should work out that way. Right. And as you can, you heard, I said should. Should is a cognitive distortion. It is a distortion. distortion. Yeah. As our therapist tells us all the time. Should is not a thing. (laughs) Should is not a thing. Good things should happen to people who do good things. Yeah. But that's never the case. Nope. You know, good people get cancer. Um, Yeah. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Yeah. Trump is still alive. He's still. He's only forever. Why is Darren Wilson still walking? Don't get me started on Zimmerman. Anyway. Yeah. I. I think it was early college late high school where i was like yeah this just dreaming shit i gotta let that go like i have to be more grounded Practical. i have to focus on reality and mm-hmm. work within what i have in front of me and just keep going from there that has led me to the point now where i live in my mom's basement with my wife and child um and you're also, i mean you're super rigid i don't think that i know the bad cave is your fault it's not your fault it's not okay let's just, we'll talk about it i love you um, the point that I'm making is there is a way that you can still, this came up because of the conversation with my coworker, okay. right? We were talking and I was like, when you were a kid, what was like that one wild thing that you wanted to do when you grew up? He said something about like, he wanted to create some type of machine to do something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just wanted to like build an island. I wanted to build an island. Chapman I wanted to move my whole family. Yeah, Chapman Island. That's the dream. I wanted to build an island. I wanted my whole family to move out there with a giant complex. They could fly back and forth to mainlands and do what they needed to do. But anybody could come there and stay if they were family. Then I grew up and I realized that I don't want to buy no damn island. Right. right. <laughs> I would actually just like a home yeah. and no debt. A place where my family could still like commune and like leave and go to their own space. But, you know, they could come and visit. Like, and that's still a big dream to me because my mother finally bought a house right after years of work and being an immigrant doing what she had to do to get this um i want to create something and i just want to start like thinking outside of the box again because i'm so tired of just like taking what is being handed to me and not having the energy to try to even come up with something new because i'm so tired because of what i have to do because i don't think outside the box anymore i don't dream what does dreaming look like to you it looks like me actually trying to Put some effort into something that doesn't that. So we're talking about should, right? Yes. I look at things like, okay, this should yield this. Like the result from this should be something if I do something. Right. When you're dreaming, that's not how that works. You just do some stuff and you see what happens. Um, We have a podcast 
there are a lot of options and a lot of things that could come from this podcast. We could have a large following of people who we actually become really close friends with. Mm -hmm. We could end up, I don't know, divorcing. We could, like, no, that's <laughs> okay. not a, I mean, I'm just saying, okay. Like, I'm, I'm there's, there's things that could happen. Um, but you never know. What? We oh. never know. Uh -huh. We never know what could have come from this unless we tried something. Right. So we came up with this idea and we just, we went for it with no plan, really. Or equipment. Or, or equipment. money. <laughs> <laughs> but like. We had a crowdsource. Do y'all know that? Did we do a story of the podcast? We Maybe we're going to talk about that with our one year anniversary, which we just but had. Basically, we created something from nothing without thinking, oh, this should get us so-and-so. Right. And having that attitude has actually like got us something. Yes. It's. I don't know how we got to this point, but <laughs> but something has come from it, and we didn't walk into it with you know anything or expectations. Right, really. that's what I meant. But we knew we were gonna put in effort. We knew we were gonna try to make something happen. Yes, I just want to get back to doing that. Okay. Um, while also remaining grounded. So I also am still in this program, learning the skill uh -huh. for a career that's going to pay. Right. But I also want to like invest in my creative side more and actually get back to doing the things that and do the things I love to do. That's not just tied into my work, because when work collapsed, I fell apart. Yes. Like you define things, yourself based off your work. Yes. And your ability to work. Yep. And it's not the case. I'm no. actually Somebody still a hard working person. Job. Yes. I'm still a good person, even yes. if my job ain't shit. Agreed. So yeah, gonna go back to dreaming while being grounded. By being practical. Yeah, practical dreaming. Okay, okay. Number two, my number two. Yes, my wardrobe. Mm. I'm going to change. <laughs> Speak your truth, queen. I really appreciated that part of the Love Hour podcast when she brought that up because we talk about this all the time. A lot of our clothes are from college, or like they're just oh, you can. Why are you a lot? All of it. All, all of my clothes. All of my clothes. I, I wear high school jeans shirts. right now, but they're maternity jeans, mainly because of my C-section, but mm -hmm. also because these are the only jeans I own, maternity jeans, because I was always, cute too, like, I always like rips. stayed away from jeans because I didn't understand the, like the concept of like clothes for my body type. And so you go and you get these clothes that don't fit or they fit, but they're not right for you. You know, like, you know, I just, I was never comfortable in jeans. I prefer dresses. Which was like a bonus because Mikey loves me in dresses and I always had a great ass. Oh, so it like, shit. it made sense. It's undress season two out of this bitch. Every mm. season, though I found mm -hmm. a way. You know, but like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Randy found the dresses that she could rock with leggings and boots. It was a wrap during the wintertime. But. Yeah. I would like to, I really need to update my wardrobe. Um, That takes money though. But we're working on that. And you are um, not alone, Randy. Yeah. I, I am. I'm, I'm sorry. I want no, to piggyback fine. on this, though. Because no, I know. I get it. It's real. You really do. Yeah. Randy, I really, I know how to dress. I know you do. I know how to dress. I could, I could yeah, look Mike good. Yeah, Mike used to dress up for me. When we were in high school, he'd like, pop up randomly. I've talked about this. He'd pop up randomly dressed. Okay. I, I with some, with look a rose. good in a lot of different With shit. a single rose. Right. He used to do those things. I can dress up nice and dress down nice and dress in the middle nice. I just ain't got the money to dress. Right. So you could not tell from the way that I dress that I actually know how to put an outfit. But somewhere up. along the line, it wasn't just money that stopped the wardrobe. I, and this is where I, I am. I can't tell where it, what it is. Right. I don't know exactly what moment it was, but at some point <laughs> it wasn't money. I mean, you know, before it was money, it wasn't money. <laughs> and I really would like to, I mean, I'm, 
fine. You know, I you have are. a really nice body. I just got booze because of yes, this baby and all this milk. Mm-hmm. And I, I really want to show off the fact that I survived this labor. You should. I got a baby at the end of it. You, did. you know, I'm young. I'm in my you 20s. Yes, I got a few years before I'm 30. Yes, ma'am. I just want to do better. You know, and then Drew is beautiful. Yeah. And I can't be out here with a beautiful daughter looking haggard. Yeah. Yeah, y'all gotta start putting the matching outfits together. Yeah. She also don't need a fat daddy. <laughs> but that's gonna get into my number. I two, wanna so tap into my inner Kadeem. We also love those that those yeah. two. Like I need to tap into no mom body. Okay? Damn it. I and yeah, while I fuck with the vow, I don't fuck with the vow. What? <laughs> like you're not supposed to be in that good a shape, nigga. Like, Just like fine, chill. But I not allowed Like to you a father of four. Like <sighs> four. Go, or Three. Three. Three boy. Go gain some weight. You're mixing up the family. Damn it. Um, shut up. <laughs> but no, really. Yo, only jokes. I, no, really. Nothing but respect. I really I need to. Yeah, no. Just we love wish. Him. We gotta do better. That was my life. So I was just like, listen, I need to start with my clothes because when I feel when I dress better, feel I feel better. better. Yeah. It's just like it's just what it is. It's just we all know that's what it is. Um, and so that's really something I want to prioritize and change because this this you know when I wear clothes that fit mm-hmm. and that look good on me. I just feel better, which will add to my confidence about being out here. And I really just got, I feel like I just need to do better. I spend a lot. I think that also adds to my mood. You're constantly wearing clothes that don't fit you or don't like, or you don't like, or that are really old. It just reminds you about like, I don't know, bad times. At least that's how it is for me. You know? As I sit here in cargo pants from four years ago. In your West Georgia shirt. Your college hoodie. hoodie. Mikey's 28. Oh yeah. And these socks is definitely circa 2012. (laughs) But yes, that's where I am. I think I, I really need to. I, I need a wardrobe change, yeah. and it may be slow and steady, but it's going to change. I like my you. underwear, you mentioned my underwear. Remember my panty? Like my they from college. I mean, sometimes you just gotta. I'm not gonna talk about your underwear. I'm not gonna talk about your underwear either. We're not gonna talk about underwear. Thank you. <laughs> we just saying we need to update. Hey, look, man, I got some thick thighs. They rub together. And We're not gonna talk yeah. about your underwear. We're not gonna talk about your underwear. <laughs> You think shaming? No, babe. Don't think shaming. I'm not think shaming you. I'm shaming your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) You're number two. My number two. Yes. Shit. Feeds right into Randy's. Prioritizing health. Okay. Now, we all start the year off the same. (laughs) New year, new me. Flood the gym. First, that was never us, by the way. We were always there. But we were still, always there. But I'm not anyway. shaming anybody that had a New Year's resolution. I'm not gonna do that because it's this is more so. I'm I'm really more focused on establishing a lifestyle that allows it that gets us to the point where we're not trying to undo a whole be, bunch of yeah. like fuck ups. Basically, yeah. Um, put us in perspective. I now weigh three oh six. Lost one pound. Wanted to tell you that. Okay. I weighed three oh six. At my most fit, I was in college. I was around two twenty one. Yo, babe. I got babe. to two forty, and that's where I was like, "This is exactly where I want to be." But that two twenty one. The two forty, I put some stuff on you differently, and the way you reacted, I was like, "This might be." I mean, I could have lived with that, but that two twenty one. Anyway, but that was that was different. You your shoulder. You remember that? Do you remember that? I remember. I do remember. Anyway. Yeah, we almost had Drew. <laughs> but I was on birth control. Let me tell you something. Anyway. Ultimately, my body is carrying around so much yeah. that things creak and crack and ache all the time. Yes, yes. And that would not be the case if I just led a healthier lifestyle. Right. Not like It's not that I don't work out or don't have like 
the drive to like go to the gym. Right. It's just that I'm not eating exactly. I'm not eating healthy like at no. all. I'm not doing what I should do to make sure that I'm like taking care of myself. I am only 28. Yes. And I see other 28 year olds, you know, cause this is what I have to like look at and go off of and even fucking 30 and 40 year olds. Yeah. Right. And I look like shit. That's just, that's based <laughs> in off comparison, your perception. For, just from, just from yes. my yeah, perspective. Um, and also because that's not where I want to be. Right. It's not. I would actually like to look like something when Drew five. My baby was born six pounds, 12 ounces. Ten. She's now close to 10. She was six pounds, right. 10 ounces. Six, 10, right? Yes. She's almost 10 pounds. She's 10 pounds. She is ounces. 10 pounds at this point. Actually. Bless your heart. As time has passed, <laughs> my arm cramp up more. <laughs> the when heavier I hold she gets. Yeah. Right? Because I ain't done a curl in forever. Yeah. That saddens me. Yeah. If I if my lifestyle was healthier, not if I was like just going to the gym from here or there, like if it was my norm to just take better care of myself, which I don't do because neglecting myself is my first nature. Right. Then I'd be better off. This is a change that I need to implement now. Yes. Again, inspired by the deaths of people that I respect, inspired by you, inspired by my daughter. I need to actively do something today. Yes. And start working towards things now. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be here for her when she gets older. Yeah, I, and I've always just, imagined playing with our kids. My dad played with us, you know, like he was outside it, with us, and me too. He was outside, and I hate that I'm thinking like, damn, I wish I had her when I was 23 because I would have energy. Right, for like now it just ain't there. It ain't, but we're working on it. I'm trying to like build forts and climb on shit with my baby. I'm trying to, you know, do the most. I know wrestling matches. Yeah, it's gonna get ignorant in here, but I can't do that at this point. Um, but when I say prioritizing health, I don't just mean the physical. I mean the mental, the social and marital. Yeah. Mental, obviously counseling, sticking with it, going consistently. We, we recently had a blessing. We just met our insurance deductible. Y'all insurance has went from $88 to 21. So if anybody who did out there like me that don't understand insurance, basically we had to spend a whole bunch of money for them to be like, all right, y'all ain't got no more money. So now we'll pay more money towards y'all stuff. <laughs> Right. That's that's all. That's essentially it was. what that is. So instead of it being one hundred and fifty dollars for me to go see my therapist, eighty eight dollars. It felt like one hundred and fifty dollars when it's taken out of that account. Now it's twenty five or you know whatever it was before. Yeah. And so now I can actively do that. Um, I want to go start seeing a chiropractor consistently because bad back. Yeah. Um, social. Anybody who's listened to this podcast long enough may have been able to pick up on the fact that I hate social media. I do. I hate it. I like it for the th- the stuff that it's good for. Mm-hmm. I hate it for everything else. Um, but we are building a community on Patreon, and I see what it is that we're like doing and how it's working out. And it is a community and a family essentially that we are building. Right, and I love it. It's not like a whole bunch of randoms who don't give a fuck about us and don't <laughs> care right. or have any interest. It's like interest in. What happens? Yes. Um, who really not trying to like, you know, fuck with us. Like everything that's else okay. on social media. You know, that's fine just need for those spaces. Yes. I need a space that's not like that. And we have that now. We do. And I want to do more on it. And I want to give more of myself. And I feel like that's healthy. Constant exposure to what I see on like Instagram. Not so much. Right. That's my social health. And lastly, my marital. Okay. Um, We started off the podcast for the reasons that we started it off. Right. right? We have done episodes about check-ins. We've done episodes about communication. We stress it often. You and I, we still have challenges, but we, you know, 
we check ourselves. Right. When we recognize that something is not going how it needs to be going. Hey, we need to get back to that consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is something that we preach and practice, we still have to stick with it. Um, we haven't had a check-in in a while. No, not since our podcast episode about it. And that's not okay. We used to have them, what, every week, every two weeks? Yeah, now they're every six months. Yeah. Which is not okay. It's not. Um, Because a lot happens during that time. A lot gets yeah. misunderstood. This is why when we finally do come together, there's tears. Because yeah. this could have been cleared up months ago, but we ain't been talking. Like how we're supposed to be talking. Right. Um, And I don't think things need to come to a head before you can finally, you know, have a resolution. Can actually resolve stuff as you go. Yes. Which we know already. Um, the issue with that is, is that when all those other things are neglected, like mental and physical and social health, the marital suffers too. Right. And so I honestly, we, you've been pregnant and now with baby and writing and podcast, there ain't been time. Nope. Me with driving, and with class. coding and class and homework, there's just, ha- there is no time. Right. But we have to make it. And so just being more intentional about those things is something that I want to change now. Okay. Yeah. My third thing. What you got? One, thank you for all of that. We've talked about this, so mm-hmm. this is for the people. But yes, <laughs> I hear you. Um, my third thing is I need to prioritize myself. So that's piggybacking off of you. So yeah, the reason we even have this episode is because I realized I needed a break from the back end. I needed more help. I knew that I would need help because you had to start back driving Lyft, which meant you couldn't do the bottle thing. Right after work, like you would, like you were, I mean, right after class, like you were doing. Because right after class, you're going to drive for yeah. three, four hours. Then you got to come home and maybe you finish your homework already, but then you got to do it anyway. Or go straight to sleep because you wake up at four o'clock. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was just waiting. For, oh, like, you wake yeah. up at four o'clock to do homework, you know, yeah. because you can't do coding tired. And so, um, and I was just, I could see an argument that we had been avoiding. About who's tired and, and who's I more tired. I'm not gonna and lie to you. Who's doing work and who's not doing? Like I we, saw the same thing. I can see it happening the entire time. I'm just thinking how, like, what can we do? I have been thinking of solutions since we came home with her. Yeah. I was like, something's gonna happen if we don't do something, right? Or it's just gonna blow up later. And it's gonna be right. bad. I could see it happening, and I knew it was only gonna happen because we were dog tired. We we're and, exhausted. Um, and while Drew is not like a bad baby, I don't think babies are bad. Oh, she's a great she's baby. not difficult. But I've never raised a child, you know, Um, and point wasn't to do it by myself. But right now, essentially, I'm doing a lot of the work by myself because you you in class, you know, you have to drive. And like, this is just what it is. And so I knew that I needed to do something. And so I went to go stay with my mom for a week. um, But before that, we talked about it for a while. Yeah, I brought it up to him and he did not want to do it. When you first brought it up, I said I had this exact same thought. I had it already and... I struggled you do with it because yeah. I didn't want you away from me. I was like, or his baby. there has to be another way. And honestly, I need that support and I need y'all around. And, and so we push it. We put it the off. The only reason why I'm getting up in the morning to go do any of this is because y'all are home when I get up back. So we put it back and we pulled it back. And and we couldn't push it back no more. No. Um, I really needed the break. And so, and Mikey needed it. Like we just needed it. I really just wanted you to get out of this house. Why don't you get out of the house? <laughs> so me and Drew went up to my mom's for a week who... Is this her first grandbaby too? And so she's like ecstatic, right? So she goes, mm-hmm. she comes from work and she has these regular hours. And she doesn't have homework because she's no longer in school. And I can catch a nap when my mom gets off work or I can like just pass a baby to someone, um, that can hold her, you know, until 
she goes to bed and it was just it really was nice and it it helped me clear my mind and come up with some things and help mikey come up with some things which is how we have this episode right now and it dawned on me because we got back home of course we had a talk and we talked about the things that we discovered in this week of like rest and just rejuvenation and there are things that i have been pressing on mike for months and now that he's finally got some sleep he's like yeah and he's like coming up with these ideas and he has these plans and i'm just like this only happened because i was like i need to go to my mom's we need this help and i prioritized my mental health and my sleep and just getting the help in general and mikey's sleep and his mental health and essentially i suffered for two months you know unnecessarily and i was like i really gotta start i gotta take care of myself y'all are gonna be okay drew is gonna be okay (laughs) you are going to be okay and y'all are mainly okay when i'm okay and i have this i have to start taking better care of myself not just like health wise in terms of like physical health but i really have to start like when i'm sleepy or when i'm tired to acknowledge that and to find and to like take advantage of my resources when that is the case like we did this past week and I don't do that. I've been beating myself like crazy. I've been trying to find a way to keep you from leaving this house. How do I get you to not have to drive, live, pushing Patreon, come up with all these ideas, trying to engage. And I've been feeling crazy. I've been feeling crazy, which I expressed it to you. Um, yeah. And I finally got this break and we come together. And we have these great ideas. And I'm just like, what in the hell? What am I doing all that for? Like beating myself crazy, just crazy, just crazy, um, which don't help like also with like all the extra stuff that comes with being a new mom and and trying to be sane and sleep which is just not the case but anyway um i just realized i have to start taking care of myself which is why i really appreciate the two podcast episodes i got to listen to from therapy from black girls and the love hour because it really just essentially that's what it said you know those are those are the interpretations i came up from out of it i just i have to i have to and um because a lot of the stress a lot of the 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 suffering that i go through is on me and i had to like acknowledge that um and that's one of the things i that's that's the common denominator a lot of the things that i experience when it comes to like my anxiety and all of that is self-induced and i gotta do better so yeah yeah that's my third i mean thing. yeah that's my third thing so that's where i'm at you look like you're thinking something you wrote something down yeah but it's related to the fight or flight oh, okay i remembered the song all right. So yeah, that's but, my third thing. I don't know. After everything you said, it just kind of made me think that that we haven't been as introspective as we normally are. Okay. It could just be because we were tired. Yes. Um. Or even if we were, you know, still thinking inwardly, we weren't sharing that outwardly. Right. <laughs> if that makes any sense, this conversation's different. This conversation's a, a little organized different. chaos. Like this episode, I think this is we're kind of just talking through this as we go. Right. Um, we haven't talked about this part, like the part that we're this episode. No, yeah. no, this yeah, this one plant. But I just wanted to. I don't know. I like where we're going. It See? just feels different. Yeah, because y'all, because usually if there's an episode that's not going well, we stop. Yeah, at like the thirty minute mark, we'd be like, "Not nah, saying it." Less than thirty minutes, we'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? We're coming." That might be the, the furthest we make it. Yeah, we done did the intro, <laughs> some right. music, and be like, "Nah, this ain't it." But so um, this episode is still going, so it must be something. It's. I don't know. I think it's important to highlight why we're and what we're doing to like actively change something. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't want to be the same people. No. It's the ultimately, you know, that's the goal. Right. I don't want to be 20, 2009 Mikey. Yeah, he sucks. I don't want to be 2015 Mikey. 
Yeah. And boy was depressed and drank a lot. I would like to be a different person entirely. So what was your third thing? Last but not least, I want to get back to hustling, not just working. A hustle to me means touching on different things with passion. Okay. And striving to be great at those things. Working is just working. Okay. It is a punch in, a punch out, doing what you got to do, getting through it, grinding it out. And that's like it. Um, Usually to make sure that ends are met. Right. Okay. Um, Whenever I thought of hustling and whatever way that I would apply it, whether it was legal or illegal, it was all like a game to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it was fun because I was trying to accomplish something, whatever the goal was. And I just looked at it differently. Okay. Um, I could work multiple jobs because i was like no i'm trying to get this thing done like there's a goal i'm trying to meet either it's a car i'm trying to buy or a date i'm trying to take you on or something i want for myself right the goal ultimately is health and wealth for my family right i can accomplish that by doing all of these things that i love to do with the same amount of passion that i would put into something that you know that i care about basically okay and i've been looking at everything like work like i gotta i gotta get up I got to wash my face and brush my teeth and get ready for this day. I got to go do something for these next couple hours so that this money can pay for the bills. And maybe I can try to muster up some energy to put into a passion for like 10 minutes and then try to catch sleep and then go back to work. Like it was, that's it. It's very mundane. There's no joy in it. And I find joy in thinking of it like a hustle. I just want to get back to thinking like that mentally. Okay. And trying to like find some fun in in all of it. Yes. Because, you know, say if it's, if it's, if it's something you love, it doesn't feel like work. Right. This podcast doesn't feel like work, but I'd be so tired that when it comes time to like try to, to do some stuff outside of like just recording. Right. It's just, it's just hard. And I don't know how that looks on the outside. It's like, oh, you just don't want to do this. Or you may not be as passionate about this, but that's not the case. It's tired. But I don't know. You know, I work hard for the things that I love and I do love this and everything associated with you and Drew and group. I know. I just want to hustle again. So it's kind of like your first one, though. Dream again, hustle. It's. I mean, I I see the difference. The first one, I mean, yeah, it's it's just different. Like it's just I want to get my mental intact. Is the is the main thing. I have been fighting with myself on a lot of different fronts about doing a lot of stuff, and I don't want to fold on y'all. Like I don't want to fall apart because I can't. I look at her and I can't. I can't do it. I look at you and I can't. I can't fail y'all, and I have to do it. I have to do this in a way that I know I'll be successful. You know what I'm really good at? Hustle. You get what you want. So if you want it, you should get it. Yeah. You always get it. So, yeah. I hear you. Mental shift. Mental shift is what I'm really focused on changing. And it's just, I know it'll take some time. It'll take some trial and error. But what's that old, that old Oprah quote? You do something for however many days starts to become. That's an Oprah or quote? something that you got from Oprah. I don't remember. Like it becomes a habit or something. Oprah. You, it was episode of Oprah, and you brought it up. Somebody did an interview on Oprah. You can make some one of your other girls. I've definitely heard this quote Them you're talking ain't about. Never educate me. This, it was you. I've heard this quote you're talking about. Uh-huh. With it. it went from Oprah. I never used to sit and watch Oprah show. It was an article. <laughs> it was some. I love you. It was from you. It was from one of my smart hoes, Mikey. It was from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but that god! Was it. I want to. I don't know. I want to hustle for this family, man. I hear you. I want to work for our last name. That's it. Well, (laughs) y'all, the disclaimer we said every episode, we hope that you enjoyed that and found some value in it. The uh, engagement. So what was... Well, actually, yes. Wait. To add to what you just said. Oh, okay. Um, 
I believe there's a conversation to be had in there. Okay. Um, either with yourself, with your partner, um, friends, family. We all have witnessed a lot of tragedy in the last decade alone that leaves us feeling away afterwards. We either feel hurt. We feel robbed of something. We feel some type of collateral damage, trauma from something we may have seen or experienced. What are you doing to change what's going on around you? Um, we all don't have money to buy up a block, but what small thing are you doing within yourself, within your family to create some actual change? Right. Which goes into our engagement. So what ways are you holding yourself accountable? Um, what it does come to those changes you're going through. And this is our like introductory, introductory way of how we plan to do this this year. And now that it's on the podcast and if we keep this episode recorded, we have to, um, that's another thing. (laughs) This is how we're going to hold ourselves accountable. Um, especially with our Patreon community who rely on us being consistent and expect us to be because coins, you know, (laughs) um, Did you know this podcast is powered by ACAST? ACAST is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know ACAST. It's time you did too. Visit ACAST.com to find out more. ACAST. For the stories. It just, 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 just work ethic and quality and, and our word requires us to actually fix some things about ourselves. Yeah. Individually and as a couple. So yeah, that's our episode. Episode 42. Changes. I thought it was a good episode. Do you? We will find out. <laughs> we will find out what y'all think soon enough. Um, <sighs> all right, babe. It's right, your man. fight or flight. Yay. So Randy actually already knows what this fight or flight is, but you don't. I do. Our good listener. So I'm going to (laughs) fill you in on some stuff. But before we get into the fight or flight, we actually have something special this week. Right. I'm going to start us off with an email. This email is from a listener. I She gave us permission to say her name. Yeah, uh, I yes. All right. We've said her name before. She left us a voicemail the last episode. She did. She was the one who was trying to move. She was planning on moving to Atlanta, but she didn't like know the neighborhoods. And she was like, "Is this a good place?" And right. we was like, "Nah." Um, right. Well, maybe. But she sent this email. Yes. And I got a little nervous when Randy read it to me, but we go through it. Um, I'll start. It. All right. Okay. So it says, "Hey y'all, it's Ebony again. First off, I just want to thank you for responding and even being open to helping me out." I move on the 22nd and I actually found me a place I really like. Now, obviously, I don't know anything about Atlanta, so I don't have the slightest clue of what area it's in. I just know it had Southwestern address and it's really <laughs> close to I-20. Why you say about that? Our address got Southwest in it? <laughs> it does. Nah, because I thought she said Southwest Atlanta. Oh. But that's not what it said. Because no, then I was about to be like, hey. Right. No. <laughs> So it's close to I-20, right? Secondly, I love that y'all transparent enough to talk about the things that most don't want to, um, such as death, and you do it in a way that's funny, but also serious. That's going back to our last episode. Right. Um, But what if you die? Yeah. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, and may God continue to bless you. Side note, and this is kind of interesting. My whole purpose for moving to Atlanta is for my career. I'm an actress, singer, songwriter, um, I got signed to an agency in Atlanta for acting. So be out, be on the lookout for, I'll say her name, Ebony Janae on your TV screen. Okay. 
I Babe. hope that she succeeds at everything. In you life. are stalled. Get, get to <laughs> it. it. All right. I wrote y'all a short jingle yeah. for the flight or fight <laughs> segment and attached it below. I just thought it'd be a nice touch to it. Um, you're free to use it if you like or act like you've never heard it if you think it's trash. I promise I won't be offended. LOL. Love y'all. So, I so Randy pulls up yes. the thing. I stopped the TV. I was like, no, nah, I got to actually like. Mind you, I've been reading his email. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Now you want to, now you got, now you got to focus. <laughs> now you telling me you because ain't been then focused. I was just listening. But like, she, she said she did ask, she said she wrote a jingle. <laughs> I didn't know it was recorded, but I was like, oh, so this, this got a file. Attached. Yeah, it has a file attached to Mind it. Mind you, my only, my only experience with jingles is the Jamie Foxx show when he worked for Jingles 3000 and they did jingles. <sighs> Lord. She wrote a jingle. Yes, she did. And so we're going to play it for y'all before our fight or flight segment. So we hope you enjoy. (laughs) It's time for Randy and Mike's fight or flight. They've held it in all week, but you're going to hear it tonight. Yes, it's fight or flight. That shit was hard. (laughs) (laughs) It was so sweet. I read the email. I read the jingle and I was like, I'm about to cry. She might be the one to get me. She might be the one. That was so to nice. And it in was. case you didn't hear that properly, rewind it because she Mikey. can actually sing. Yeah, I wasn't I expecting her. it. I, I was kind of. Yeah, I was I expecting her. fuckery. I was like, okay, so Mikey, somebody play. I'm serious. Stop. I was like, so somebody gonna play around in our inbox? <laughs> Not because it was her, but just because like I know I would send foolishness. Why would you uh, do that? Because I'm stupid. Oh, she yeah. not. <sighs> I was like, oh, that was really nice. It was a jingle I told jingle. I let us know if she had any, like, events, singing events. Because so we're going like, to show up. Out. Yeah. Wear like, horns. You no. Know. Like, just... okay. Your <laughs> fight or flight. Because you. <laughs> we're going to start this fight or flight. Now, yes. it's great that our fight or flight started with the spirit of music. Thank you, Ebony. Because this particular <laughs> fight or flight is about music. Historically speaking. Mikey. If you play music for a child, it suits them. People it does. often play classical music like Bach or. That's about the only one I know. What's another one? <laughs> I'm not helping you. Pen- piano player, help me. I'm Pi- not. Mozart, thank you. You're so useful. Um, Randy was playing around with different sounds because it's very important to soothe our baby. Randy found something. Um, <laughs> in her lack of sleep, she took the initiative and she found a playlist, right? Yes. And it's an it was album. Acoust- it was an album of acoustic versions of different songs. Lullabies. Lullabies. I'm it's not lullabies. Gonna, They're all lullabies. They are not lullabies. Like there are lullabies. <laughs> so whoever's out there listening, I want you to raise your hand My if you team. think that for he's a go- jolly good fellow is a lullaby. Just because you play it slowly on a it guitar. Works. <laughs> it works. I'm gonna reel it in real quick. Mike. Randy found this playlist and she swears that it helped. And like I think it does. For a while, I, it still does. Let me get out my fight or flight. <sighs> for a while, it actually did. It made her sleepy. She was less restless. She it helped. It, it did. does still help. However, you aren't with me this week. It helps. If you imagine four o'clock in the morning hearing certain guitar strings, Mikey, <laughs> it's, it's fucking torture. And I remember this song about 20 minutes ago during our our podcast. She'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> I never want to hear any acoustic set again well, of she'll be coming around the mountain. Or up. I will throw because your phone in the toilet. 
No, you won't. I will. You got you insurance. Won't. It's fine. I don't. I am breaking everything that makes noise if right. I hear she'll be coming around the mouth. We just go back to sleep. Because... My fight or flight is, I need you to never play that album. Mikey, again. it's good to play now, tonight. We have just discovered, Randy's just discovered, in their time away from me, where they've been bonding and growing as a family. Mikey. That... Drew actually likes Barney. She does. She actually does. Which is a big deal. Because Mikey because loves Barney. Because I loved Barney growing up. He still does. I we still have love a Barney, Barney in the closet that he won't let go. He's a T-Rex. He's a purple T-Rex. He's gangster. I thought Barney was a raptor. He's a raptor. Sorry. Yeah. You don't like, even know. I do know. <sighs> he's my favorite dinosaur. And now he's Drew's favorite dinosaur. And she looks at me. Yeah. We need to play more Barney. Mikey, Barney and less up. acoustic is a, versions is like a, hey. of she'll be coming around the fucking mountain. So I'm fighting you because okay. you got to bite me. This does work. You can ask mama. It calms her. She that lets her know. We gotta find something else bed. to calm her. You gonna have to find something else because when I'm up with her, she playing. We we gonna be oh, playing. So that's what we doing. She's that's the direction we're going. Okay, just no problem. You. you win. Okay, <laughs> we can play. She'll be coming around the mountain Mikey. whenever you want. Did because you spray something? Something smells. No. Uh, the, oh, the thing. Okay. Yes. Don't okay. look like that. No, you got it. Are your feelings hurt? No. Thanks, Drew. Mikey, how you know she was rude for you? I, I didn't think she was rude for anybody. I was just thanking her for her input. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Why am I doing what? This. I just don't want to hear that song no Mikey, more. Mikey, I don't know what to tell you. It is part of the album. I just don't hear that. <laughs> skip songs because i'm asleep when this thing is playing the and so is, are you you just so happen when you're playing up. the acoustic guitar and you are going from chord to chord there's a moment sometimes where you pluck and like it drags and it does like a really weird sound that sound haunts me now i just don't want to hear that song anymore can we just agree to not play like She'll i won't, be coming inten- around I won't intentionally play that song but when it is on shuffle and I am asleep. Can we skip it so that it plays the next song following it? No. Okay. When I'm up, yes. But it, we don't play it when we're up, Mike. We play it to put her to sleep. Do you hear what I'm saying? I do. I hear what you're saying. So why why are you acting like I'm... Because I don't want to hear the song. I don't want to tell you. We got to find another playlist. <laughs> I haven't heard not a damn piano being played while she sleeps. She let's, don't like let's it. Let's go ahead and look into Guitars some Mozart. work. Okay, let's play some Just Santana then all night. What? I'm tired. Some Maria Maria? I'm tired. What? Of you. <laughs> what? He's that one of the what? greatest guitarists of all time. It's Let's just play fight. some Santana. Are, are we good with Santana? Yeah, baby. Good. Compromise. Yes. I don't like you. <laughs> so you're not going to stop playing <laughs> one song. <laughs> and you're not going to work with me to see if we can find something else that works. <laughs> You are saying that what's been happening will continue to happen, no matter what type of reaction I may have in the middle of the night morning. (laughs) I need you to snort less and respond more with words. Mikey, leave me alone. alone. I need you to respond. We are are potting. We are currently potting. I need you to respond. I'll tell you. Okay. That's Tonight fine. it's gonna just have to be what it is. Okay. And then maybe tomorrow gotcha. when I have rested, I Night will find another album for you. She says. That does not include the song that you hate. <sighs> okay. Thank you again to Ebony for <laughs> our fight or flight jingle. Um 
she gave us permission to play it. Yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah, we really. got a mix and master. We're going to put a beat behind it. And yeah. it's going to be something different. You know, it's going to be lit. Thank you. No, really, thank you. With some drums behind it for the next episode. <sighs> so in case y'all caught that, this fight or flight ended with Randy saying no. Uh, PDA. PDA. It's Randy, first. you go first. <sighs> Sorry, baby. This episode feels choppy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little choppy. We're going through some changes. Um... Okay, my PDA, Mikey, my oh, oh my god, any of oh, Jesus PDA. Did you know they talking about doing coming to America too? Yeah, I do. I have heard that. I don't know how I feel about that. Why not? Eddie Murphy's a fool. Because I love the first Shrek. one. Some stuff you're just not supposed we to We watched Shrek last night, me, Mama, Ashley. Of course y'all did. Okay. And yes. he's a fool. PDA. Um, PDA. So yeah, my PDA. Hmm. Bless, Bless you. you. Okay, so in the spirit of changing my language and trying not to repeat the same cycles of like stress that I put on myself when life lifes, I am going to say that instead of saying, I hate that you are driving Lyft. I'm going to say that I love that you drive well and that you make people f- make people feel safe and that you want to do this thing for your family so that we are okay and have and have, you know, food and bills paid. And I love that you are really putting your all into this coding class and are actually learning. And y'all, the projects that he's done and the websites that he has built in just the, the seven weeks, eight weeks, I think now, seven weeks, eight weeks that you've done this program. I stopped counting. I got lost. I think um, it's eight. I mean, it's amazing. You are literally, you're like actually learning this stuff. And it's really good. You're doing really well. Um, And I appreciate the effort. And Drew does too. And there will be an end to this, you know, to like this season that we're in. And But I'm proud of you. And I love you. And so does Drew. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. Can we put some earplugs in Drew's ears? Mikey. Because my PDA. (laughs) That's all right. That's how she got here. And she doesn't understand words. Ain't that right, baby? <laughs> Leave her alone. Okay. So my PDA. Yes. Um, as some people may or may not know, when you get married, <laughs> sexual things are awkward. Are they? They can I mean, be. I mean, they can be, yes. It, no. can, it can happen. What was once a, a glance from across the room to let that person know that, you know, it's going down in the bathroom has turned into a 20-minute conversation. <laughs> to make sure that everyone knows and we're all on the same page that something might go down later that night. Um, things change. Time passes. But one thing that has not changed with the passing of time is your skills at oral. <laughs> um, <laughs> as Randy mentioned before, um, as a way to like, you know, make me feel bad. Uh, oh. She blessed me prior to the recording of this episode. <laughs> and I feel like a new man. I do. Um, I feel like I can walk on water. You're stupid. I feel like I can walk on water better than how Jesus did it. You're like, Mike. More unstable waters. Um, <sighs> I feel like I can turn water to vodka. Mikey. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like everything. I feel like I see new colors. Yes, true. I see new colors. Um, <laughs> and the world is a brighter place now because of your blessing. Um. You're you're an idiot. I am. I am. I'm an idiot. And the head that you give is dumb. <laughs> dumb good. Dumb nice. It's also idiotic. It's brave. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, <sighs> thank you. Because I struggle with just receiving without being able to do the most to you in return. Yeah. It's like, it's not a thing. I believe in equity. Quality. That's right. You'll have your chance. 
soon as I get clear and on something. But I'm gonna be a mess. That's fine. As soon as I get clear and on something, you do whatever you want. Whatever, whatever you want. I want. Because I've been doing research. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh my god. You said whatever. So Within I've been watching reason. Some stuff. Within, Within reason. reason. Whose reason? We gonna talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> Sir. Thank you very much for making your husband feel like a man. Uh, you're welcome. What do you mean making you feel like a man? I felt like a man. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Before I just felt like a sad, tired man. <laughs> now I feel like a conqueror. Alexander the Great. Didn't he die or something? Did yes, something happen to him? I don't remember. It was definitely an STD. Mikey. That killed Alexander the Great. He was gross. Mikey. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Paul the Great. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> oh, again, I ask y'all to help us, please. Help us. All right, I call close us out, baby. All right, so be sure to check us out, y'all, on our website www Yo, it's not six W's. It's just the like three. millennial marriage dot com. I'm gonna edit all that out. Y'all won't even understand what Mikey was saying. Um. If you aren't a member yet, check out our content, extra content we put on Patreon. We got mad shit popping on Patreon. Again, that's www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Mikey. dot com slash Black Millennial Marriage. Or you can go to patreon.com and search Mikey. Black Millennial Marriage. <sighs> Why you won't just let me direct the people? You can do that, baby. You do that. I'm going to keep going. We are still and always available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts on top of a whole bunch of other platforms that we don't know the names of, but yet y'all find us. I don't know how that works. Also, be sure to rate us everywhere. everywhere. We haven't been reminding people. Um, We are still five-star rated out here, except for that one person who gave us four because... They don't listen. If you do not like us, <laughs> if you think we are just for and underworthy, just, just go away. Or email us and tell us how we can get to five and we'll fix that and earn your five. But right. Don't be but don't be messing asshole. up my rating because <laughs> you and your feelings. Just leave us alone. There are five millions stars, of other marriage podcasts out here for you. For real. Hey, man, I think we do five-star content. And if you do not believe so, tell us how we can improve because we are really big on pleasing. Yeah, but yeah, you like know, my so wife pleased me. Or, like we're just that's just what's important to us. We want to please. We aim to, to a please. certain extent. Okay, <laughs> okay. Be sure to, we are said that. Follow us on social media. <laughs> on Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Black uh, underscore the Chapmans. <sighs> Leave us a voicemail, y'all. At seven seven zero seven five zero four zero nine eight. Again, that's 770-750-4098. I Googled it. You get three minutes, y'all, before Google Voice cuts you off. So just letting y'all know in advance. Yeah, keep it short, sweet, you know. And, uh, you know, if it's good, because they all are, we're going to find a way to squeeze it into an episode. Right. All right. Thank you again for listening, y'all. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to Hey, so, if you made it to this point, um, thank you very much for listening to that foolishness. Uh, we like to throw a little extra at the end of certain episodes, and today, I have the pleasure of presenting to you an 
excerpt from one of Randy's articles. My favorite writer, soon to be a favorite writer too. I have the privilege of being married to an extremely talented woman. Um, here's a little taste of some of the content that you'll be able to find on Patreon. Randy's going to read a little bit from her most recent post on being a mom, woman, wife, and all around perfect person. What you got, baby? I can guess where I learned to make myself small, but I don't know why I insist on staying this way. Maybe it's because I'm afraid that if I acknowledge I'm great, good, strong, and pretty, I'm going to have to stay this way. Or it could be that I'm afraid to acknowledge these things because I don't want people to think I'm infallible or perfect. And then when I mess up, I'm canceled. Or it could be that sometimes, especially lately, I do feel small and the compliments and affirmation make me uncomfortable. Sometimes I feel undeserving of light because of the expectations I set for myself. And then this crazy cycle starts all over again. But today, I'd like my spine to straighten the same way Drew's did when I affirmed her and told her that I love her. I like to not make myself so small. After all, I am a little G-God now. I have been a vessel for life. And while that's not the only reason I should affirm myself, I am feeling myself because of this fact. So here are 10 things I really like and love about myself. Randy goes on to create a very inspiring list that honestly pushed me to want to try to find something positive to say about my damn self. And uh, I'm at number three. So check it out again. That's www.patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. Hey, podcaster, meet a cast. We're the top independent podcast network for creators in the know. We empower you to develop your podcast idea, find your audience, and grow listener relationships, wherever those listeners are. You'll also find a whole range of ways to make money, from membership plans for paying fans to our fully curated and creative advertising experience. Visit acast.com network to find out more. Acast, for the stories.